This episode is part of the transformational podcast Systems in Motion. If you want to learn more about the leverage points, please listen to the opening episode. How would you imagine future cities? EPIC for sure is dreaming of inclusive, accessible, just cities for all. If you are too, you definitely should listen to a podcast and wake up. This does not have to be a dream only. Hello, I'm Ipek Genç, an urban planner and currently a GCME. In this part of the podcast, I will talk about improving gender equality through urban planning. And after me, Khan will guide you through a very exciting case study from Umeå, Sweden, where you can learn how the concept of gender equal urban planning can create a big impact in practice. Urban planning and design develop the environment around citizens and this shapes the way they live, work, play, move and rest. According to Falu and Sasan, different genders have a different kind of experiences in cities. In societies, women combine efficient work with family duties and so they break apart the use of time and space. Sociologist Saskia Sasan and urban planners Marta Fonseca Salinas as well as Sara Ortiz Escalante agree that urban planning is not gender neutral. Sasan argues that inequality is specially reinforced by design from our systems all the way down to individual public spaces. The users of public spaces in daylight hours are mostly women, spending time with children, disabled and or senior citizens. However, according to World Bank, only 10% of the highest ranking jobs at the world's leading architecture firms are occupied by women. Which means that cities have been planned to reflect traditional gender roles and gendered occupations from past to present. The research on how urban systems are unsuccessful to respond to women's needs have started almost 20 years ago. And since then, urban planning gender gap has been a topic in cities for many initiatives. According to Falu, the improvement and success of urban policies be linked to the capacity to provide equal conditions and chances for women and men similarly, besides for the diverse groups like transgender people and sexual minorities. The connected elements of gender-inclusive urban planning are determined under five categories by Gender Inclusive Urban Planning Report by Governance and Social Development Resource Center gender-sensitive urban governance, access to municipal services, women's rights to land and property, access to livelihoods and employment, and lastly, safety and security. These categories are the parameters that indicate the gender equality of urban planning and belongs to 12th leverage point. Urban governance at the city level cannot be observed as urban management, such as operation and maintenance of infrastructure and services. But cities are also placed broadly in national and international economies, environmental systems and socio-spatial connection. According to Biel, there are two main goals of gender-sensitive urban governance. First, to increase participation of women in the development of human settlements. Second, promote gender awareness and authority for all genders in the political field and urban planning process. 
and these are the goals of the system in the third leverage point. In order to improve the participation and empowerment of women, many urban governance programs and tools have been created by, including grassroots to technical experts, high-level academia and political actors. These actions empower the citizens and authorize them to seek gender equality. Thus, they create a big impact on cities to develop into vibrant and sustainable living environments with decent economic and social gains. Adebanyo and co-authors agrees that many vulnerable genders are limited to access to social, economic and development opportunities and services in cities. In the Handbook for Gender Inclusive Urban Planning and Design, access is defined as being able to be free from barriers and restrictions and using services and spaces in the public space. According to Follow, to create an inclusive vision of urban planning and fairer and more equal access to urban goods, women's participation is needed. Katari and Chadri point out the need to take out discriminatory provisions in laws and policies that affects the economically vulnerable by supporting land as a human right and emphasizing the need to recapture the social function of property. This idea belongs to fourth leverage point that directly changed the social structure and institutions that results in positive feedback loops in seventh leverage point. Based on Asian Development Bank as a tool to promote access to livelihoods and employment that give more employment and income earning opportunities, new residential areas should be constructed which are close to markets or production areas or both with better access to water and sanitation facilities, transport and security services. Gardner and the others indicate that the quality and level of the perceived safety of a public space influence how and how much it's used. Women living in cities feel discomfort in public spaces and this feeling pushes them not to spend time in those places instead of using them to reach a destination point and mostly producing a sense of purpose to do so. Safety and security cannot be commodified or is a responsibility of one agent or sphere. It also demands complex answers and solutions. It depends on collective social control created by the peaceful coexistences of diverse people, says Srivast. In order to create safer, developing and more equitable communities, Taking out barriers to participation in public spaces and facilitating a wider range of people to enjoy the space is key. According to Gardner and the others, good care and maintenance of space have a reducing impact on crime rates. By implementing these functions regularly, a huge gain can be created in order to create gender equal cities as a part of the seventh leverage point. Hello, this is Khan and I will talk about the successful implementation of the gender equality concept in urban planning in the city of Umeå in Sweden. With about 130,000 inhabitants, Umeå is the regional center of northern Sweden and an important town for medical and technical research and education with its two universities. 
Yumio is the only city which focuses on gender equality as a central part of sustainable development. The overall gender equality aim of Yumio municipality is to create conditions that women and men should have the same power to shape society and their own lives. Since 2009, guided bus tours around Yumio have launched to show the gendered landscape of Yumio as an innovative way of showing how gender equality perspective in urban planning can shape the city by explaining successful changes as well as remaining issues. According to Sandberg and Renblom, during this gendered city tour, LEV, the city tunnel which opened in 2012 runs under a road and some railway tracks and it is nearly 80 meters long. For the redesigning of the tunnel, Architects work with a gender perspective in order to raise awareness in terms of power in public areas, particularly violence against women, and also the perception of the city as a consequence of this violence. And they also work with space, height, sunlight, rounded corners, gradual gradient, artwork and maximal transparency. Sandberg and Gromblem points out that the officers of the municipality responsible for gender equality organized workshops on gender equality and planning together with relevant stakeholders. Hereby, a safer space had been built not only as a new broader and brighter tunnel, but also no dark corners for criminals to hide and has an extra passenger exit in the middle of the tunnel. Altogether results in an increase in the feeling of safety. Also, the skateboarding park called Sparken for skateboard inlines, kickbikes and BMXs and other examples shown in the gendered city tour. The municipality has worked with the initiative called You Skate Girl to challenge gender stereotypes in the park and to make places for all young residents, both boys and girls. The next selected example from the Gendered City Tour is the Museum of Women's History, which opened in 2014. The museum explains its job as to challenge the version of history that women have been left out of and explore the past in a way that lets us hear other voices than those who have so far been the loudest. It is the first museum in Europe of this kind with a focus on women's role and perspective in history and by activities and exhibitions related to gender, resistance, power and opportunity. In conclusion, Yumio showed significant improvement towards its goal of being a gender equal city. The last part of the article has discussed only three projects from Yumio, but they have several projects implemented and on the rolling basin which improves gender equality in the city. Even though every city has its own social and economic dynamics and cultural aspects, Yumio is an internationally successful example for inspiring cities to create their own gender-equal planning approaches and implementations. Many thanks, Khan. Yumio is a great example that shows us the gender-equal urban planning is possible and achievable. Hopefully, we can see more gender-equal cities in the future in all over the world.